Hello, friends. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Toad's Pod. This is a very special episode that I've been creating for a long time. I've thought about it deeply, and I feel a strong need to share these thoughts and desires with you. Many people that I love dearly inspired me to create this episode. Whether you're one who inspired me or one who really just needs this kind of thing right now, I hope it makes you feel less alone, stronger, more joyful, and really, I hope you feel your true incredible nature as you listen to my voice today. Hope you enjoy it. Oh, well, what is this? Totes of props. It's Totes Pod. Totes Pod. Hello there, and welcome to Totes Pod. I'm your host, Abby Totes, and today we are discussing imposter syndrome. If you're listening to this now, it's likely you're a person who has confided in me about your imposter syndrome feelings. It's an honor to be confided in like this, especially because your confiding will now help another person who has felt similar feelings along the way, possibly for their entire lifetime. I have definitely felt like an imposter for most of my life. One of my stories comes from my first big role in the importance of being earnest in my first semester of undergrad. I was cast as Cecily, which was reasonably unfair to everyone older than I, who had paid their dues in the theater program and who longed for such a role. I felt this, and I felt awful to have taken the role that really belonged to them. Still, since I live to be on the stage, I loved every moment of being in that play and being Cecily. However, I was so tremendously hard on myself as an actor that I felt I'd failed miserably in the role and let everyone down. I was beyond depressed and anxious about this and overcome with guilt. Therefore, I went to see the director of the show after it was over to confess my sins. I told him I knew I'd failed him as my performance was so flawed so awfully wretched and bad, and completely unprofessional. I couldn't bear it, and I felt I'd destroyed everything he had worked so hard to create. He was shocked, and told me I'd done a great job, that I was more experienced and professional than many others in the cast, and that he was very happy with my performance. He had no idea why I felt the way I did about my work. I was in a state of shock. I had believed with my entire being that I had failed miserably and destroyed the entire production. Then I was told by someone I deeply respected and trusted that the absolute opposite of my beliefs happened to be true. I knew something was truly awry with my core beliefs and the way I was seeing myself. This is where the great discrepancy of my life began to set in. I started to become aware that I needed to change. I continued to perform over and over, seeing myself as a failure, though maybe a bit less of one than I had been as Cecily. When I got into the Actor Studio Drama School MFA program at Pace University in Manhattan, it all overflowed upon me more powerfully than ever before. The unworthiness at this time of my life enveloped me and it swallowed me whole. 
I did not deserve one ounce of that school, that program, the city of my dreams, and especially, I was so unworthy of stepping foot inside the actor's studio proper on West 44th Street, let alone walking upon the boards of that stage and auditioning for a lifetime membership, which I did and single-handedly caused my own failure, using my core belief that I deserved nothing. While in grad school, a great acting teacher once asked if I actually even wanted to have an acting career. She could so easily see how vexed and tortured I was. My perfectionism was in high gear, and I couldn't soften, trust myself, and live the life I'd imagined at all. I was so tortured, it looked like I hated acting. This was another rude awakening. She could see my self-hatred. It was exploding out of me and made her wonder why I'd choose such a life at all. When it came to trying for the lifetime membership at the actor studio proper, I chose an audition partner who would not make me look good. One who could not support me or act equally beside me. He had very little acting experience, yet I'd acted my entire life non-stop. I had originally chosen a woman to be my partner in the audition scene who was exceptional is exceptional, who also acts very strongly and well, and we are a powerful team. But in the end, I backed away. I ran from the power I beheld. I ran from the powerful, effective, magical team I had with this majestic woman. In the end, my core belief that I deserved nothing and that I was a failure had to win. And so it did win. It's really scary to be good at things. It's even scarier to believe that you're good at things and even scarier than that to honestly believe in yourself with true confidence and love for yourself. It's horrifying. I'm only now beginning to approach doing things like this and it has taken my entire lifetime to get here. When people I love confide in me that they are afraid, that they can't do things, things I very well know they can do, and they do so well and with great skill and power. It hurts my heart. I feel deeply saddened and mournful. I mourn the years I lost of my life when I could have loved myself and believed in the soul within me that can create another human life and present it on stage vulnerably and powerfully upon a stage for other humans to witness in real time. I mourn living in my city for the first time, so afraid of my dreams and all that I ever wanted, that I drank too much and I hid from it all in all of the ways I knew how. I worked to make it harder on myself, harder than it already innately was. I didn't deserve the joy, the elation, the fun, the wonder of it all, the majesty of a dream come to life before my eyes. Everyone is on their own journey. Listen to me, friends. Hear me now. You are an incredible human. You are capable of great things, and you do those things. You love others. You are caring and kind. You are intelligent, so much smarter, and have so many more skills than you give yourself credit for. You bring joy to countless others each day, though you may not be aware of this. If you're listening to me right now, 
it's extremely likely that you bring me joy every single day. And knowing you're in my life is part of what makes living and creating totally worth it for me. You make me laugh, you hug me, you listen to me talk way too much, you wait for me to eat super slowly every time I eat, and you appreciate my outgoing nature. You even laugh when I am funny or when you think I'm funny, and you care when I'm hurting. Can you see how vital these things are? Even if you believe you aren't smart enough or you don't make enough money or you're fat or ugly, well, you are wrong. I love you. I find you beautiful. And legit, everyone has fat. It's something we need to survive. Your soul is magical. You make me laugh. You help me feel like I'm not alone. You light up my life. I believe all of us feel we are not enough. And the truth is, what we need is already there. It's inside of each of us. It's been there the whole time. So let's love it. We are more than enough. It sounds freakish. It seems odd, but it is the truth. Does it help you to know that so many others feel they're inadequate? Do you feel less alone? Each time someone shares their imposter syndrome story with me, my heart breaks for them because I can see their beauty, power, and incredibleness. I want them to see it too. I feel much less alone hearing these stories, but I'd much rather know that you know you are magical and that you actually get to enjoy it for once. Like seriously, please enjoy it. Enjoy it, bitches. Do it now. I love you. Enjoy your beautiful, magical nature now. Please, my love. Thank you for being on my side in life, for appreciating me, even when I 100% think I'm an enormous failure. I promise to think that less and less, so you don't have to feel sad knowing I can't see my own magic. This is Totes Pod, bitches. I'm your host, Abby Totes. Talk to you soon, my capable, accomplished, beautiful friends. Now, go be all that you truly are in the world and also in your own eyes. It's totes time to go, as always. A heartfelt thank you from Toad's Pod.